0: blog talk radio welcome to pagans tonight radio network the voice of the pagan world pagans tonight is sponsored by witchschool.com your anyone anytime anywhere magical education welcome to discovery tarot path i'm reverend stephanie neal and let's get busy uh, Today, we are discussing the fours, or the four group, which are the four of wands, four of cups, four of swords, four of pentacles, the the death card, and the emperor card. All right, so the four of wands. Once we detach from anything holding us back from moving forward, we should never forget that we are are already complete, represented by the Four of Wands. In general, this card represents our obstacles are overcome through community, utilizing more than one approach instead of using one approach over and over. They're uh, it's never a better time than now to overcome every barrier that rises against us. Utilizing new innovative approaches, using new approaches, brings new results. This card is designed for people who see the barriers before um, the victory, yet still clear-eyed enough to see victory studying this card, we can determine we should not allow barriers or obstacles to make us become frozen, though the answer is right there in front of you. Sometimes there is even celebration and opportunities all around us, and, they, and we see these opportunities, The Four of Wands sees obstacles as stepping stones toward our goals. At the same time, the Four of Wands represents success. The card is the builder card, be it a business, family, physical structure, or infrastructure leading to positive results when we are willing to move out of our way move out of our frozenness. When we find more obstacles in front of the door, we desire to open, move through them, around them, change them into stepping stones, or create another door to pass through, focusing on higher endeavors. This card might simply be saying, it is time to seek a haven or refuge for, for a little respite, a time for relaxation and harmony. Are we prepared to move forward to improve the work versus entropy? Meaning choosing to not improve or increase the scope of a particular work. This is not always a painful or negative state Sometimes it is important to rest in entropy. It is is an important part of the creation process, stopping or resting for a while. There are times where it is important to stop and analyze current progress before moving forward to the next project. Rest in what you have decided for all our good choices, leading you to build the present and the future. Note the two women holding their flowers high in the air, one holding two nosegays, while the other woman is holding one nosegay of lilies with one arm up and one arm down, depicting as above, so below, The women are celebrating you because what was once meant as a barrier, you formed a bridge to success, then returning home safely. Now let us turn our attention to the bridge used to cross the moat. Do we focus in on the moat or do we identify that there is a bridge to cross the moat? Notice the four wands are firmly planted in the foreground with a lush garland made of roses and grapes, welcoming you home. There are three friendly individuals behind the two women and a bright yellow sky, all indicating this is a positive, successful card if we are willing to look up and embrace the life that is all around us, and fully embrace the supportive community that we choose to live within. Moving to the Four of Cups. As we look at this young man, we see he is sitting under a living tree, a living history recorder. His arms are folded in front of him as he is looking downward, ignoring what spirit has placed right in front of him. His legs are crossed as well, sitting on the green earth that Gaia has created to support him in times of joy and times of resistance. We note the distant mountains, and we see a hand coming out of a cloud holding a golden chalice, matching the three golden chalices sitting on the grass before the lad. Obviously, this young man is pondering about something sad or lack, perhaps apathetic to life. This card gives hope to the hopeless. He may feel that he has no support to help him but he does he has everything he needs above him in front of him and the universe within him he does not see the support because he is locked into a deep state of thought regarding whatever he is contemplating of course we cannot read his thoughts as these will change with the reader of the card We can sense that he is upset either with himself or his situation, and yet all he needs to do is look up and see that the answer is right there with him, waiting for him to see and to receive. The Four of Swords. Let us now move to the Four of Swords remaining Unencumbered and flexible to the sounds of negotiation and collaboration that come from the Four of Swords. Some describe it as a card of success against an enemy, while others do not look at this card as anything dealing with an enemy. It simply means authority in an intellectual world. Remember that. The intellectual world is represented of any four within this tarot deck, doubly so within the swords. Remember the symbol of air is thought. One of the main precepts uh, is retreat. Wait says in his book, The Pictorial Key to the Tarot, the meaning of this card is vigilance, retreat, solitude, hermits, repose, exile, tomb, and coffin, a fully clothed knight lying on his tomb with his hands seemingly in the prayer position. On closer inspection, we see that he is forming an upward pointing triangle, which represents male energies. We now turn our attention on the one golden sword hanging horizontally on his tomb while the other three silver swords are hung uh, vertically on a wall to his right. The three swords hanging on the wall, we notice they hang over the man's third eye, above his mind, his heart, and above his solar plexus. As we look at the swords that hang above him, we can determine two definite meanings. A sword represents a very important person in his life or persons in his life that support or influence or give him care. They firstly represent important thoughts we are now considering. No matter what situation we find ourselves, we have the source of life supporting us by being what we need at any given moment. The four of swords is not a death card. By the way, even though he is lying on a tomb, it is a card of convalescence after an illness or perhaps self-exile. We pull away from others and go inward Focusing on spirit moving inward, involution. This influential person is tired of all his mental wars and is in the process of regeneration and active life will return in short order. When we see the cards show up, it says we will not be resting for too long because we have very important matters to take care of in the near future. The main underpinnings of four are literally the material universe is birthed by constant foundational thoughts. Thus, constant thoughts are things all cards related to four are quite foundational in scope and related to the material plane. Now let us move on to the four pentacles. Through times of great change, we must identify and set our boundaries in the physical world, which is represented by the four of pentacles. Pentacles represent represent um, order or, or law maintained by constant vil, uh, vigilance. This noble man is not going anywhere. His materialism is his fortress and is his prison. His stance is sometimes described as, described as dead center where there is no movement at all. The pentacle coins are covering his head. His throat, his heart, and two pentacles are lightly stepped upon by both of his feet, representing he thinks, he speaks, he loves, and walks the path of the physical plane, and he controls his wealth. This card does not necessarily uh, represent a miser or that he's doing anything negative, depending on the spread. This may be interpreted as someone holding tightly to his legacy. Perhaps an inheritance is coming up, and he will fight for his inheritance. Pentacles represents decisions, decisions, Uh, needing to be made, and steps taken to protect his finances. He knows how to make money, a successful person materially and financially, as we know there are many types of success. He is obviously a royal figure as he has a crown upon his head, sitting on a simple bench far outside of the city along a road. Has he made himself like the emperor, isolated from his community? He is dressed in red, once again the color of life. He is comfortable in his financial health and security. This does not necessarily mean this person is negative or a Scrooge figure. This could just mean someone enjoys the beauty of the material plane or has four revenue streams in his life. Some interpret this card as strong purpose and knowing how to create success, making money quite easily. He has a love of earthly things and power in the material plane. His energies are entering into our life to help us with everyday needs related to the physical world for a short while. Moving to the death card. Death's number in the major arcana is 13, which is reduced to four. At first glance, it looks quite dismal, yet as we go through each symbol, I hope you will change your mind on how you look at this card from here forward The tarot revealed by Eden Gray sums up this card quite nicely and represents the one main tarot story of this particular card, which is, she says, quote, He who realizes that death must be conquered by the regeneration of the soul is on the way to attaining eternal life, close quote, Now, if we look at that statement, I would change one small part of this statement, replacing, attaining attaining eternal life, to, I would say, remembering we have always possessed eternal life. It is our heritage. Now, knowing this, let us consider our journey as we become aware of what we already are, the regeneration of the soul, we recognize what we have already been given from the very beginning. How we can uh, uh, ha- be giving something and yet know that most things are already residing within us, within the universe, within us. If, and basically, how can some something be given to us like uh, eternal life if it already, we already possess it. We always had it in the first place. So if we want to give a name to this particular story in this particular card, I would call it exaltation above solid form. The death card is one of my favorite cards because it tells the entire story within a single card. There are are a few others that do that as well. This card truly has so much to offer. The symbols are rich in meaning and context, speaking to the two parts of our cycle, our noble cycle and moving from life to life. Through death, or moving from death to death through life, perhaps a better way to say it is transitioning from life to life, because both sides we are alive simultaneously. the death card in general is change. One thing causes us to not see clear clearly uh, fear, which is sometimes called the fallen crown. Do you see the fallen crown on the card? The fallen crown is also found on the tarot card. Next we move on the tower card. Sorry, on the tower card. (laughs) Next we move to the young woman. She seems to be overcome, yet not quite. She seems like she is about to faint, and yet she does not. And even though she seems about to faint, she is holding her own. Like the woman, we see this child who is kneeling next to the young woman wearing a full crown of roses. Notice the youngest child is supporting the young woman by holding her arm. Children are easy to see many realms of reality until some adults train this awareness out of them. Later in life, many children begin to remember who they are, returning to the fullness of reality. Turning our attention to the horse, even though we chose to call this transitioning uh, death, seeming uh, so ominous death arrives on a white horse, which death is the main gate to the other side. It is a part of the process of transitioning. Now humans go through this gate to enter another life while then seeing this physical life very clearly. For when we pass the veil, we see this physical life much clearer in preparation to incarnate into another life and to select parents for the next focused life. So life and death are two sides of one door or two sides of one coin. Both sides we are living. Both we have the capacity of full awareness. There is no death in death. Before we do anything, first we realize our co- we release our costume. Change our neighborhood and join an ongoing joyous reunion on the other side of the veil. Now moving to the red feather on top of uh, the skeleton's head. Let us examine the red feather. The red feather on the skeleton card brings us to the red feathers on all the knight's heads, um, on the knight's cards. Notice the full also has a red feather placed on top of his head as he moves through the arcana, as we begin to see that the fool is not so much a fool after all, that he is completely prepared for his journey to take the leap of faith, meaning the red feather is important to the fool's story. It says essentially, you hold full power to create a full life creating reality the red feather also represents the goddess of truth in the egyptian pantheon mat representing justice and order in the first nations the red feather represented new beginnings and birth from spirit the physical form to complete spirit the red feather reveals the entire cycle from spirit physical form and then back to spirit the Celtic druids also believed that feathers transcended the physical plane and gained celestial knowledge from the realms of spirit the red feather can also represent loving care and the ability to freely move throughout life it is indicating a fresh start it represents speed and agility and taking flight. Red feathers also signify physical vitality, stability, the life force, energy, strength, passion, and courage. Now, the death card does not look so dre- dreadful any longer, does it? And yet, as we break down each symbol, we see each symbol validates and encourages strength and stableness and vitality and life. We all have different roles within our life. Each figure in the death card is indeed us moving through life and ready for change, all showing up and approaching life differently as it should be. Now moving to the mystic rose, the key word for this card, I would say, is renewal. Every symbol within this card is boiled down to that single precept, renewal. We cannot help but notice the five-petaled white rose on the black flag held aloft by the skeleton. This flag represents the planet Mars, the white rose is called the mystic rose. To be spe- um, specific, it represents buried mysteries. This rose also looks identical to the Cherokee rose. Whenever we see the mystic rose in any card within this arcanum, it is depicting there is a cosmic mystery within this story, within this card, informing there is much potential and life knowledge within this single card. In other words, it is like all keys, a large flashing light saying, pay attention to this card, this question, this quarant. The mystic rose also surfaces in the mathematical area of geometry in this field. The mystic rose is created by joining together points that are equally spaced around a circle, generating a beautiful mosaic of equal distant and equally sized interior shapes. When this magnificent design is complete, it can be viewed as layers, and each layer is completely different from any other layer, and yet each section of this circle is identical to the opposite section we are multifaceted, vibrational beings because we are part and within the source who created us. Now moving to the cliff, cliff, when we turn to the death card, we see the apex of a cliff. This is the same cliff that is found in the zero card, the full, saying we are limitless, vibrational beings forming our own present present our own destiny and the river turning to the river this river could indicate it, it is the greek rig, river of uh, styx the one that the greeks believed one must cross to enter the afterlife A beautiful legend, but I interpret this river more of the universal river that shows the process of form turning into vapor and then returning to spirit of matter, returning into complete spirit. Then we see the towers in the background. Those are the same towers that you find in the moon card. The moon card represents illusion, however, it is good to note when the same symbols show up across multiple cards in the arcana, they are emphasizing a precept. The towers represent death and renewal together simultaneously again. This relates to mental issues, physical issues, social issues, or a variety of issues in life moving from one state to another state of being. Once again, renewal. When we look at the skeleton itself, like the first four cards of the major arcana, we see that it belongs to this foundational structure expressed within our bodies that allows us to expressly move within our stories. Skeleton bones represent our ancestral lineage and our commitment to go through rebirth experiences repeatedly, utilizing a firm foundation. Notice on the skeleton's thigh are symbols or notches etched into the armor. There are many opinions as to their interpretation, though it is encouraged for you to study the card and give it... give it your own interpretation. Above these notches there are two letters, the 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 p and the letter e. You can also interpret these as you fe- as you feel. You should. I tend to lean toward the French meaning for these two letters. Um, pronounced with would p a i x it pronounced bay and entree meaning peaceful entrance. In a nutshell, each individual, depending on your training, may have a meaning leaning in in another direction for you. In general, the card will hold the theme of detaching from old storylines, old patterns, old situations, old identities, old lifestyles, toxic relationships, old careers, Old ways to you treated yourself. Essentially, this card is reduced to change and renewal. Meaning, we must look at patterns in our life, asking, Are they still serving us well today? If these patterns are no longer per- purposeful or useful, it is time to perform a little weeding, making for new beneficial patterns that serve our present and future. Moving to the emperor. As we examine the emperor card, we cannot help but notice that he is sitting firmly on a throne made of stone. You see the ram's heads carved on either side of the throne along the back. The ram is a symbol of uh, for Mars. Sometimes you see the emperor in other decks seating, seated on a uh, cube-shaped stone. In the Mars side deck, there is more uh, understated throne, even though it is a beautiful French chair with a little bit of a carving design on the back. It is a much softer interpretation of the number four and the emperor. As soon as we notice this solid throne, we see that it sits high in the mountains at sunset with a very small river flowing through the base of the mountains. Whenever we see a river, we always note that it can have several meanings. But firstly, it represents consciousness, and this is a perfect depiction of consciousness having no beginning nor end, just like us. When we choose to focus on balance, we see and consider more options. We can celebrate the intellectual approach while remaining in balance with the creative approach. The general meaning regarding the first four cards you see Pure execution realized, or manifestation realized, especially the first three cards, the first three cards of the major arcana bring us to the fourth card. This is where things are seen, now finally manifested. This represents the physical realm of reality, and that is why this card speaks to the intellect. This card is not fluid and uh, flowing, It is a solid card and set, very closed and locked in. As a completion card, this makes perfect sense. It also utilizes the power of this world to produce manifestation in the physical world. The Empress and the Emperor lightly implies this is a union, but it is only inferred. Both represent the mundane and physical world and royalty, which we are all are, yet always the hint of another presence. When you are speaking to another person, there is always that energy that resides within the both of you when you are truly communicating with each other. There is an unnamed presence between the both of you, and you can sense it. Not all knowledge is found inside your brain or in a book. There are many forms of knowledge, many minds, not just the brain mind. There are also the heart mind, and even at the atomic level, your atoms contain minds, and at the solar level, you have a spirit mind, a higher self mind, a deity mind with which you reside, to name a few, the cosmic mind. The emperor card is sometimes called the intellectual throne. This is a positive card, certainly. This card is not meant tell us that being intellectual or being driven by the pursuit of knowledge is in any way negative it just says you are doing an excellent job in the intellectual world but do not neglect your other sources of knowledge another name for the emperor is the lordship of thought this brings as to another meaning of the card expressed by Arthur Edward Waite in his book. He says that when you see this card, pay attention to the possibility that strange experiences may show up in your life. This is an interesting interpretation to study as well. Let us look back at the card's symbols. The emperor is seated, not in lushness like the empress, but rather high on an isolated, barren mountain, alone, reflects his limited view on life, possibly. Though once paired with the first three cards of the major arcana, his mind is released to all the levels of his fully mature soul. He blooms. He needs the others to fully help him see His soul is already mature, and that is lovely. We all need others to help us from time to time. If we are only open to teachings that we 100% agree, then we are not fully learning from the whole picture and from all of humanness. The exchange of knowledge is a back-and-forth agreement a flowing conversation, it is healthier and more balanced to teach approximately 50%, that is if you're a teacher, and learn approximately 50%. This ratio can also apply to our participation in the realms of physical and the realms of spiritual reality, applying the lessons learned in both realms because there are many parts to a human being, we must learn to live in all the realms so that we are learning more experience and experiencing and celebrating more. The tarot revealed by Eden Gray states the meaning of this card as king, kingship, government, leadership, control of the masses, temporal power, mental activity, the domain, the dominion of intelligence over passion. Uh, close quote. Note that this is a a warlike power of leadership because of the Rams. Some say, and the shades of red depicted depicted in this card. Red is also the color of war, the color of the god Mars. This card does not support the concept of war, as but as a problem-solving technique. To war, it supports the idea that wars can be ended through reasoning, thought, and compassion. When we look at the rams, we remember that these are wild animals that represent courage. They live in very lonely places, yet they need to be trained to come to the green grasses of community. The symbol of the ram is also on his left shoulder representing steely strength that certainly goes along with the depiction of this card. There is a staunchness in this figure. This person needs to be trained to remove his narrow thinking to enter the fullness of the wider human community. Many of the cards uh, Reveal symbols within the lines of the bodies and objects Like arms and legs, trees and stars These symbols become part of the story We see that the emperor's arms and head form a triangle These symbols are yet another form of communication to the reader of the story Check for symbols and identify them as appendages to the card In the Marseille deck the emperor's legs are crossed, even though we do not see it here in the um, right-of-way deck. He wears red over blue fabric, and his vestments represent his highest natural abilities. We see him holding a golden Egyptian unk in his right hand, also called the Cross of Life, and it represents a time when there was no war and a time when there is no sickness on this planet, it is sometimes called the crux Anesta or anasta. We see the left. Let me let me spell, spell that to you. I'll spell that for you. C R U X and then A N S A T A. We see the left hand holding the world which is the symbol of dominion. Yet others think that this is a pomegranate, while others contend that this is a lantern with a red flame coming from its top. The verdict is still out about what this object is, and, I'll, and I leave that to in your capable hands to interpret as you study the tarot independently. We see the white hair of it on his face and head and naturally that represents experience, tested accomplishment. His government has been well established and works very well for him. As we look closer, we see that he has soft vestments, which is a little surprising because of all the hard-edged items around him, and yet he chose to wear very soft clothing, He is in a constant state of protection because his soft vestments are covering his armor. He is wearing underneath his vestments. He may be trying to portray himself as a softer spirit, all the while underneath he wears military armor, and his armor is showing. Overall, this card is a very positive card. Card Though many symbols are contradictory, there is, n- there is no shield on the emperor card of the Rider of deck. However, some decks have a two-headed eagle crowned within a disc-shaped shield. The Maasai version has a one-headed eagle on its shield, yet the shield was completely removed in the Rider of deck. This deck also removed the necklace around the emperor's neck. This usually is depicted as a round pendant. The gold belt is also missing from the right-of-way deck version. The emperor, as you will recall, represents perfected work, which is you. Deity only creates the highest quality. There are so many single words. You can use for this card, that materialization through thought is a good phrase, or perhaps completion sums it up nicely. In the past tense, our consistent thoughts have become our reality today. The emperor shares both sides of an issue, flipping back and forth. First, he is a stern scholar, then a quiet, supportive presence seemingly a cold-hearted um, presence, giving tough love. Then his energies change again as he becomes a gentle father figure. To sum up this card, it is a search for spiritual intelligence, a radical change celebrating individuality while seeing yourself and those around you, in a noble light, there really should be two cards created for the emperor. Well, we did it. And I'm, until next time, thank you and blessed be. plus.